I know where they went. They climbed out a window to the roof, hopped on a hang glider, and flew it across town to that Greek restaurant. Papa Christos, I robbed your brain. I robbed it. Hey guys, we found a hatch in the floor underneath the vending machine. I think they went down inside it. Was there a hang glider? I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about uh, Community Season 5, Episode 13, Basic Sandwich. Mike, we're back. We're, we're back, back after baby. a three-month three hiatus. After, uh, <laughs> and I'm not making this up, a car crashed into my house. Yes. Causing me to not do anything fun whatsoever for, for about three, three months, months while I yeah. deal with it. So we're back. We're, my, my house is in the process of getting fixed up right uh-huh. now. We've got a new wall. We've got new floors. They've still got to paint stuff, but like we're gotta making progress it. here. Finally, I've got a whole wall that is a wall and not just a big dent in my I, house. I do appreciate because I don't believe we've put out uh, episode 12 basic story as we, of the recording. have not. I have uh, not edited it, is, it on purpose. That's fair. Because, because I think it was going to be very unfair if I had edited the episode but not released it, <laughs> because I would have been like, Mike, last time we talked about right. Um, so this way, XYZ. neither of us know what the fuck we talked about. I don't remember what we like. We talked about season five, episode twelve. I vaguely recall talking about specific things I listened to on my drive out to Portland when I moved out here. Okay, I think I. Did that, and I also think I'm going to have to edit in a lot of Ace Attorney music. <laughs> um, why? But I, <laughs> but I don't remember why. <laughs> um, I don't, Mike. Literally, I'm. I'm lucky that I remembered how to set up my my no, podcast studio here. Yeah, I've um, added some equipment into my setup, and you know it's going great. <laughs> I literally sat down to record today, and I was like, "What do I need to? Okay, I need to. What plug is in. all this? Shit? Hmm. I hmm. Okay, what programs do I use? Hmm. It took me a moment. Mm-hmm. It it definitely took me a moment just to figure out how to podcast again sure so what i'm saying is today's episode is going to be a wild ride because (laughs) because the worst time the worst time to have to take a hiatus because a car runs into my house is in the middle of a two-parter in the middle of a two-parter season finale for season five (laughs) mike we got so close to finishing season five and then we had to take a break for three months (laughs) But it's it's all just very funny to me because people will be listening to E12 the the pre uh the pre house explosion or pre car explosion uh-huh. and then they'll be like well I can't wait to listen to episode thirteen and then we're just like we were gone for three months it's like but that was we we uh-huh. saw that it's gonna be it's gonna be really awkward when they get to the part of uh, episode twelve where I'm just like and the great thing about owning a home is cars will never run into it. You know, and then I'm going to look real sheepish <laughs> here in episode 13 being like, yeah. yeah, guys, sorry, a car ran into my house. Yeah, that's, Anyways, 
Yeah, it. You shouldn't have. You tempted fate there, and you know what? I it's, really it's did, okay. and I should not have done that. Um. So, Mike. Um. I know it's been a minute since we've done this, but I do believe there is some business to attend to at the it's, top of this podcast. It is true. You just because we waited for three months doesn't mean you're getting out of outsourcing Mike's bids. I fortunately. The fun have thing is, this means I've I've technically waited three months just to get whatever stupid card this is gonna be um <laughs> yeah i've i've kept i've kept the cards close to my computer uh just just waiting for this day where they can be unleashed upon you again um so now it's time for that good good shuffle as as we figure out what nonsense after three months away i can't wait I'm, There's I'm looking. little chance that with my new equipment it picked up the good, good shuffle, but whatever. I'm looking. Um, I'm so looking forward to this, Mike. Oh man, I'm this so is excited. really good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mike is currently <laughs> laughing so hard he can't talk. Uh, so yeah. I'm a little nervous about what yeah. I'm about to be asked here. Ben, uh, yes. as a re-entry into the Would You Rather pod deck, because we finished the What the Heck deck, which, you know, these things uh-huh. happen. Would you rather pull a tooth with a, player, with a pair of pliers or brand yourself with a cattle prod? Wow. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh. I'm assuming. Well, maybe I shouldn't get into the. Uh, oh no! I think I know where you're going with this. Go I'm on. Just, I'm I'm just trying to decide if I if I want to get into the the logic behind the reasoning for any of this. Like, am I pulling a tooth because the tooth needs to be pulled, or is it just like I don't know? I was bored. I'm pulling a tooth now. It does seem um, like it's kind of vaguely torture world kind of it discussion. Is, it it did did Jigsaw write this? Uh, would you rather? Because oh like, yeah, it isn't weirdly in blood. Is uh is uh is that Carrie Elwes right behind you? Like oh no. Um, uh, I wish that'd be cool. Yeah, I so, know that, uh, he can Laura he can be Dern, on our Carrie podcast Elwes? anytime. It'd be great. So I well pulling the tooth. There's gonna be a lot of blood. Yes. Um, Branding yourself with a cattle prod just gives you a ton of, like, a burn. Yeah, so both are going to be bad, but um, I have have burned myself accidentally before, and so I kind of know, I kind of know what I'm expecting with that, whereas um, all of the dental procedures I have done have been done with anesthetic and actual... uh, Sure. uh, uh, Tools dentist tools by professionals not just a pair of pliers um, so i'm gonna say the i'm gonna say the the branding um it's gonna hurt is gonna be a very is gonna be a real bad burn uh-huh. but like i've burned i've burned myself before i i, I sure. kind of i kind of know what to expect with that it's gonna be worse than any burn i've ever had but i can at least kind of know what i'm going into mm-hmm. um i did uh, I did do a cool uh mod on my GameCube. Um, sure, where yeah, I love I, where we're going here. <laughs> I uh, it's it's called the Pico Boot. You take a little Raspberry Pi Pico and okay. you um you solder it onto the the GameCube, and then like 
you can you can run games off of an SD card because my okay. my GameCube, one of my favorite systems of all time, by the way, my GameCube is good system. Um, the laser in it is is dying, so okay. it is not long for this world. So I was like, I'm going to do this thing. It involves soldering. I'm not very good at soldering. I had to take it apart twice because I put it together and it didn't boot, and I had to redo it. And this whole time, I'm like, okay, I've just, I've barely, like, I, I nicked myself a little bit with the soldering iron, but, like, I didn't really burn myself too badly. And then literally, as I'm cleaning up after the second uh the second attempt at resoldering this thing stupid me grabbed the soldering iron with my thumb and index finger the hot end of the soldering oh, no. iron you branded I'm like, yourself i'm like okay well i just need to put this away i'm gonna just grab the and then like i grabbed it and it hurt like a, a, a son of a bitch um <laughs> but like so you know i I, I I kind of know what I'm expecting with that. I'm 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 gonna say it's probably like being a idiot and touching a soldering iron after modding your GameCube, uh, which I did succeed at, by the way, after the second Huzzah. time. So there you go. The, the, burn- the end of that <laughs> anecdote is that I burnt myself, but it was worth it because I have an awesomely cool modded GameCube now. That burn was not in vain. Uh, and then I'm going to get a button that says, ask me about my modded GameCube. Yeah, that um, feels right for you. <laughs> that feels right. I feel like anybody tweet, who modifies their video games, that, they're like, I want you to talk to me about it. Yeah, exactly. There was a tweet that was like, nobody. And then it's blank. Absolutely nobody. Absolutely blank. Some guy who modded his Nintendo 3DS. Hey, did you know it's super <laughs> easy to mod, mod your Nintendo 3DS? <laughs> Yeah, and as someone who modded his uh, uh, Nintendo 3DS, if you want to know about modding your 3DS, ask me about it because I'd love <laughs> to talk to you about it. Yeah, that that could that, I'm sure that could uh, be arranged for somebody listening to the. It podcast. involves no soldering. You're not going to burn yourself. I will say that you don't even well, have to open it up. Yeah, you 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 won't burn yourself on the soldering iron, but you could always try to burn yourself in different ways. Given you could burn yourself with a cattle prod. Mike, would you rather burn yourself with a cattle prod or, uh, or, or brand yourself? Excuse me. Would you right. rather brand yourself or pull a tooth with a uh, pair of pliers? Okay, so I'm going to take a really unsatisfying way out of this, <laughs> this question. The wording is so imprecise because it says, would you rather pull a tooth? Not your tooth or one of your teeth. Oh, snap. Lawyered. It just says pull a tooth. And I could pull a tooth out of anybody else's head. Now, that still feels kind of gross, but I'm not at least hurt in that way, except for, I guess, in the the psychic way. Well, now I'm um, burned literally and figuratively here because I, I was like, obviously, they're talking about my teeth, but you just lawyered your way out. Good job. Good job. So I guess uh, I would pull somebody else's tooth out because it is a tooth. Um, mm-hmm. Now, in the spirit of the question, it is supposed to be yours. So I guess I've also no. They didn't. Myself. They didn't specify. They didn't specify. Spirit of the question. Screw the spirit of the question, Mike. This is. They did not. They did not. Uh, All right. Then properly yes. ask, and therefore you you have found the loophole, making you the ultimate. Would you rather? answerer good job huzzah the ultimate i did it 
Let's talk about Community Season 5, Episode 13, Basic Sandwich, the finale of our two-part season finale. Uh, we're it back only took three talking months about to it get after to three you. months. Um, I did and... not watch, I will just say, I did not w- even watch Episode 12 to remind myself of what Oh, no, I happened. did not. I, I came in, I came in blind. Like, uh-huh. I, I was just like, no, screw it. And we're to be we're coming fair, back I from this hiatus. We're hitting the ground running. I also think that the only thing you really need to know is Subway is buying the school, which is a very bizarre concept. It's true. Subway is back. Uh, they're buying the not, school. Well, not Subway the man. Subway the brand. Right. Subway the brand, not Subway the man. Um, the man, the brand, the legend. So <laughs> um, they... <laughs> They are buying Greendale, and so the study group is trying to figure out how to save Greendale. And so the and whole plot of this episode is finding um, Chris Elliott, who plays the the first dean of Greendale, the, uh, a the dude founder, named right? Borchard. Uh, Borchard, uh huh. He, he founded Greendale in the seventies as a computer school. So you not know. just a computer school. Greendale Computery College, which is very good. I missed that. That's great. It's, that's a great. That's what joke. it says on the 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 plaque or, or the the sign. It's incredible. I I would want to go to that school. Yeah, no, that's a great joke. Um, Computery College is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I Russell can't believe Borchard. I missed it. Russell Borchard plays played by Chris Elliott. Inspired um, casting, just incredible. and. It, look, if you ever need a guy to just show up and be awkward, get Chris Elliott. He's, he's incredible. He's good. He plays Roland Shit in Shit's Creek. Uh, he is so awkward that it hurts. Um, uh, my 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 wife uh, finally um, was like, "Yeah, we can we can try watching Shit's Creek." And every time Roland shows up, I'm just like, "Is this the scene that's going to cause us to stop watching Shit's Creek?" <laughs> because uh, he is very awkward and cringy, and but he does a good job. Chris Elliott, you need a cringy guy, do it, do it to it, get a him, get him to to be cringy for yeah. you on your behalf. Will he rub his nipples? Absolutely, he will. will he will absolutely rub his nipples to uh, make a computer smile somehow. That, that's strange <laughs> that that's a plot point in this episode, but it's a plot point in this episode. Community is just uh, all over the place with what it wants to show us. Um, He has built his computers using only gold circuitry. Um. It is a better conductor for emotions, he thinks. And uh, legend has it he died of the first computer virus because uh, I guess he has sex with computers, probably. I they mean, never say that, but it's implied. Oh, it's definitely implied. You know, as, as a computer scientist myself, who, who amongst us hasn't had the urge? Uh, me? Okay. Well... Well, I mean, I mean, if you're, I mean, uh, I, I, of course, I was. It was a joke, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Here's a joke for the computer nerds in the audience. Docker, I hardly knew her. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, um, 
<laughs> so yeah, the the whole the whole episode uh is based around them finding the hidden sub basement uh that was the computer school because that's where you put nerds. You put them in the sub basement. It's we all know you that. know, it's it's funny. My literally most of my uh college classes were in the basement of the the, the computer class uh computer hallway. So I get it. So it's it's a joke that is also mostly just true, apparently. It, well, it hits for me. I can't speak for every computer school, but okay. it hit for me. I I only had one um, computer science class, Computer Science 101, where okay. we learned Python. Fun. Except he was really bad at teaching Python. Lots, he didn't yeah. explain to us what a class was in a class-oriented uh, an object-oriented programming language. Not ideal. Um, not ideal. Um, so, yeah, it it was it was weird. Um, <laughs> and the number of people in that class were like, "I need an elective. I'm going to take computer science 101 because I know what a computer is. This is going to be easy because mm-hmm. I use a computer every day." Wink. And then they showed up and they were like all right today we're going to talk about if then statements and program flow and uh they're like i hate this why did i sign up for this right it's not a introduction to what computers are uh-huh it is an computer introduction science to 101 programming Com- lesson one computers are magical boxes that connect you to other people using their magical boxes don't stick your dick in them you might get a computer virus I mean, it's it, see you you it's part of one oh one oh one because so many people because <laughs> so many people look at that that latest MacBook and they're like, oh yeah, baby. Have oh, you seen yeah. the the whatever the iMac Pro, the one that looks like with all those holes? They designed it for that. <laughs> uh huh. Um, That's not even a joke. I don't think. <laughs> I know a lot of people call it a cheese grater, but I don't see that. Okay. Um, I have questions, none of which I'm going to ask on this supposedly family-friendly podcast. Um, <laughs> we are we are inching away from that concept. Hey, also, Mike, here's a little bonus fact. Uh, this is the last episode where we, we can't say the <laughs> F word because... Uh, starting in season six, they do say it. And by the laws of our own podcast, we, we can say, say whatever it. words they say on the show. Right. And thus, we can we can finally say it. Finally. Finally. We've been me- we've been wanting to for years. Uh, Just as the guy who edits back. out every time you actually say it in this podcast, yes, we have been wanting to say it for years. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I can't I can't argue that. <laughs> You've already dropped it twice this episode, my dude. So, you know, I'm looking forward Look, to that, uh That's that's less of me <laughs> wanting to say it and more of being lo- not as dialed into podcasting as I have been in the past. Uh so anyways, they they have to go find uh find this dude. And they do. There's a there's a hidden uh compart a hidden trap door under the fridge in the teachers lounge. Um, we, uh, also see Duncan does get, uh, yeah. Electrocuted. Um, 
by and he also just grabbing offered- a bunch of wires in the wall. Yeah, they, there's a lot of like uh, assuming clues are clues, but clearly are not clues. Mm-hmm. Um, he also suggests that his penis looks like an, a cluster of buildings based on when they they pull out the blueprints and he uh, he's like, that obviously looks like a penis. And Hickey's like, what does your penis look like? <laughs> uh-huh. Um a cluster of buildings. It's my it's I don't know, maybe it's like a British thing. Who knows? I'm assuming. Sure. That I'm going off of my one data point here. Um, but that's one data point is look, probably enough. Look, I'm sorry, I just don't have enough data points on British penises to really make a point here. Computer science one oh one, lesson two. You only need a single data point. This is why you're not in statistics class. Just saying. <laughs> it works uh, once, then it works. Uh-huh. Yeah. One one data point works perfectly. Um <laughs> boy, howdy. I don't I don't remember how to podcast. Um <laughs> is is what it comes down to. Um, yeah. It's true. We do um oh, I do want to call out a specific line that Abed says because when they are talking about finding this this hidden treasure of gold, um Okay. Abed does say that they're like the Goonies, except their story tracks logically. And I appreciate that line because my uh, unpopular uh, opinion is that I don't like the Goonies. Um, So I appreciate Abed throwing out some uh, shade onto the Goonies because um, everyone, like every time the Goonies house uh, sells um, because it's out in Astoria, which is just Mm -hmm. like a two hour drive from here. Sure. Um, Everyone's like, oh man, the Goonies house. There's this, it's sold. There's news about it selling. And then everyone's like, oh yeah, one eyed Willie. Uh, yeah, gold, gold and whatever. And I'm just like, ugh, the Goonies. All right, this is fine. So I don't, uh, I don't care for it actually. Believe Fair it or enough. not. Um, Mike, what is your opinion on the Goonies? Never seen it. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, I did not expect that. I How did not expect you've that. You've podcasted me for years. We we literally uh, did a whole thing about the Titanic. Uh, you should just assume I yeah, haven't seen you, a thing if I don't mention things. You were a teenage boy. Yes. Maybe not even that when the uh, when Titanic was released, 1997. Yeah, I, 97, James Cameron had filmed like, 1997. I would have been nine. Okay, so yeah, you weren't even you weren't even a teenager yet. So like I I I'm not going to I'm not going to be surprised when a 9-year-old boy does not see the film Titanic. Fair. Um I am going to be a little bit more surprised when someone who grew up in the 80s and 90s has not seen The Goonies because it is it is one of those those things where it's like I don't know, TBS is out of programming. Let's toss The Goonies on. Well, I never like, got to that, I guess. It it <laughs> was it was on TV it was on TV movies a lot because like it's mostly inoffensive, so you can just throw it on TBS at three o'clock on a Saturday when you're like, I don't know, what 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 else do we have? What I I don't know. I'm TBS. We don't have anything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm TBS. Throw on the Goonies and then follow it up with Field of Dreams. The and then uh, Field of Dreams again immediately afterwards. Why not? We are we already paid for it. It's free to air. 
just in case someone tunes in halfway through Field of Dreams and is like, oh man, I wish I could have watched the beginning. And then boom, there it is again. Field of Dreams twice in a row, baby. We're TBS. <laughs> We're TBS, where you come to watch Field of Dreams. Repeatedly. Over um, and over. If you build it, you will come and watch Field of Dreams. Mike, what do you think of Field of Dreams? Uh, <laughs> haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised about that one because it's a sports movie. Um, I haven't watched every sports movie. Like, I haven't seen Rudy. Um, From what I could tell, Rudy is is not very good, though. So, uh, I've also not seen Rudy, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't watch a lot of things. So, anyway, anyways, he Abed throws shade at, shade at the Goonies. That's That was my point. I, <laughs> if, I imagined... If- I just want to point out for any of our Patreon listeners, if they would like to donate, if we want to set up a new goal for me to watch the Goonies, we could do that too. Uh, no, I'm not committing. To, I'm know. not committing to that because I would have to watch the Goonies, and I'm I'm not about to do that. Um, uh, that's fair. So um, I did not expect my Goonies thing to to lead down to this road because I kind of just expected you'd be like, yeah, the Goonies is fine or whatever. Not I've never watched the Goonies or Field of Dreams. <laughs> Um, it's the field of dreams things is such a was such a wild left turn that we made, <laughs> and then um, it hit just perfectly. So you know. Also, a thing that I forgot about because um, again okay. we took a three month hiatus from the last time we recorded. Um, Jeff and Britta have decided to get married, uh, yeah. which. I had totally forgotten about. So when they're like, oh, yeah, we're getting married. I was like, what? (laughs) Um, And um, Annie has feelings about it because Annie still has very confusing feelings about Jeff. Right. Which I think the first time I watched through community, I was like, well, you know, obviously it's like it's sort of a will they won't they sort of thing right right? even though they already have kind of i mean they they smooched a couple of times um oh wait we're talking annie i thought we were talking britta jeff well i mean there's also that but yes i was talking about annie we've got there's sort of a will they won't they with annie and jeff and uh because it becomes a slightly better jeff and britta oh yeah oh yeah Yeah, they did on the table baby um, on the table now yeah and any jeff has always been a little weird given the ages of the characters not yeah. necessarily so, the ages of but the actors that so that first time i was like yeah you know it's just like a will they won't they and like maybe uh maybe i'm just getting older uh but i'm also i'm just like annie grow up also like, you can do way on. better than jeff you can do way better than jeff winger annie edison come on He's a bad law professor at Greendale Community College. <laughs> uh-huh. Setting the bar real low. I mean... It's, it's a little bit higher than the floor, but not that much. Uh, is Leonard not around? Come on. <laughs> He's too busy uh, f- rating uh, food mm-hmm. on his YouTube channel. So, yeah, I it's... I don't know. There, this this watch through, and she's like, "Oh, they're." Oh, I'm getting like. I mean, okay, you can't you can't control your feelings, right? Like, that's fair. if 
if somebody you kind of had a thing for, then you're like, I don't have a thing for them anymore. And then they're like, I'm arbitrarily getting married because I don't know what else to do. Like, you're allowed to have feelings about that. Sure. And I'm not going to say that she shouldn't. But it's also like, okay, but it's Jeff Winger. Yeah, but it's Jeff Winger. So like, you know... Vaughn, go go find Vaughn. You know, didn't he didn't he move to Delaware? He did, but you know what? Go go move to Delaware. Be with Vaughn. I guess I don't know. I've never been to Delaware. Maybe it's nice there. Who knows? That just reminds me of Wayne's World. Is like Delaware. We're if in we Delaware. have any listeners who live in Delaware, please let us know if Delaware is nice and if Annie Edison should go move there to be with Vaughn. Or alternatively, if you live in a place close to Delaware and want to want to make fun of Delaware mercilessly, please go to our Facebook group and go for it. Uh, dunk on Delaware as much as you want. Um, go so, go Delaware! I love it. That's uh, such a so great yeah. phrase. So yeah, she's she's having feelings while Jeff and Britta. Uh, repeatedly are like, we love each other so much and we're getting married. Also, we're going to fight, though. Um, Abed does point out that... Abed gets real meta in this episode because this was almost the last episode of the season, of the the series. Yeah. Because they had not officially been picked up by uh, NBC yet or canceled by NBC yet. Right. They were um, they were hanging the, on hanging on a prayer. The the reality of being picked up by a web streaming service in the year 2015 was an impossible thing to even contemplate. Um, <laughs> Rather than what it is in 2023, where it is almost expected. Yeah, where it's like, oh, okay, well, um, Futurama got picked up again by Hulu, and King of the Hill got picked up again by I think also Hulu. Um, Man, Hulu's slinging around this cash. Uh, Arrested Development, you know, came back onto Netflix and like, you know, just like thing after thing after thing where it's just like, I mean, I guess Arrested Development season four happened, I think, what, 2013? So like it wasn't it wasn't impossible, but like the idea of it was such a weird thing. You remember when Netflix made its first show and everyone's like, Netflix can do that? And now I'm just like, oh God, Netflix made 19 shows since breakfast and I'm already tired of all of them. And canceled them all immediately. Uh-huh. What was their first Netflix show? House of Cards, which I That's did not right. see. It was on my list for a very long time because everyone said it was very good and I did not That's see right, it. Yeah. So they did that, and then they did uh, Orange is the New Black, which I did yes. see the first three seasons of, and I thought it was pretty good. But it then it became just like, hey, guess what? Um, Netflix is just going to constantly inundate you with things, and um, there's no reason to watch any of it because uh, it will probably be canceled after one season. Yeah. Um, so why bother? Why fall in love with anything that's just going to end anyways? Tis better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. Whoever said that never watched Tuca and Birdie. <laughs> okay, because, there it is. Because that shit got canceled <laughs> season one. Right. And it was great. And Netflix uh, should never have done that. And then Tuca and Birdie got canceled again. It's, it keeps getting canceled. I have I have faith. Maybe Yahoo Screen will come back and buy Tuca and Birdie. If, that's, if that happens, uh, I will eat a hat. <laughs> 
because um, that is a wild idea for Yahoo Screen to be like, well, we we screwed up the first time with Community, <laughs> but Tuka we, and Birdie's the way back. We really just dug ourselves a hole by spending ludicrous amounts of money on buying Community for our <laughs> brand new streaming service, which immediately tanked. Let's just do it again with a show even fewer people watched. <laughs> yeah, um we're going to we're going to do a good amount of dunking on Yahoo screen as we come up. So we might want to just postpone that for later. <laughs> Anyways, Tuka and Birdie is great and you should watch it sure, is yes. um is my point. Um but but yeah, so Abed is very meta in this episode because he he does say like um when you know when it when it looks like uh, like, I don't know people, but I know TV. Right. And when characters think that things are getting too complicated or the show's about to end, they spin off into their own less complicated shows. Uh, so Jeff and Britta just go get married. And then they have a show called, like, um, uh, I have the names here somewhere. Um, oh, excellent. Because they were good. Better with my worst half. Awfully wedded or tying the knot, but there's no K in the word knot. <laughs> that um, was my favorite one. It's good. It's good. like if if Fox, if like 2013 Fox, like I'm watching yeah, some like Family Guy era. or whatever. And then like a little lower third pops up with like a man and a woman who um, stand back to back with their arms crossed and they yep. look. They look both just a little annoyed, and then it comes up and it says, tying the knot, but there's no K in the word knot, um, coming Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Wow, the um, beginning of the block. Beginning of the block. They Fox really, really believes in tying the knot. I, I could see that. I, I Yeah, I, it just, yeah, I can, it, I can think envision. Think about if it's Joe McHale and Right, I can envision the lower third: Joe McHale, <laughs> Gillian Jacobs, standing back to back, arms crossed, tying the knot. This Wednesday, eight Eastern, seven Central. Um, I can see that. I can vis- envision that. It's a very good. It's a yeah, very you get good a clear name. vision of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, and then Abed is just like. This show isn't just their show. This is our show, and it's not over. And it's like, okay, Abed, we get it. We get it. Your yeah, show's yeah. your show's on the chopping block here, my dude. And d- like, and, I get and it. And don't worry, we're gonna get back to that at the end of the episode. Um, they do find down in. So, okay, I have a question, okay. Mike, because yes. I don't know. I literally, I literally have a note here that references you specifically. Because well, I, I, okay, great. Because it's a good thing we're on a podcast together, then, so you can ask me it. They find they find uh, a small amount of treasure, but the only treasure that they found is a CB radio, basketball cards with white people on them, <laughs> and a rocket launcher toy, which uh, the dean does immediately accidentally <laughs> choke himself on. Yeah, he um, nearly dies. It's it's terrifying. My my question in yes. my notes in all caps says, "Who are the white people?" I bet Mike knows. This is probably a joke for Mike and people like Mike. Are these are these basketball are these white basketballers on these cards um like important? Like is this is this actual like if you found base uh, basketball cards with like these, you would be rich? 
Or is this a made up thing that I just think I, I'm I'm overthinking? Well, I think I think you might be overthinking it. I think I think it's a joke because I got a glimpse of the people on there. I've never heard of them before, and that's usually a good indicator that because uh, I do know some sports and. And while I don't know as much about the 70s NBA as I probably should. Or the movie Field of Dreams, but continue. Or the movie Field of Dreams, yes. Um, the To me, that struck me as a joke that is like, you know, think of the best basketball players. They, you know, you've you've got your uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's. You've got your Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is actually a pilot for... Um on uh, airplanes he flies, he flies uh, that, you know airplanes. what my, my mistake but think of your wilt chamberlain's your kobe bryant's your michael jordan's there is something that you know th- they share that these white basketball players do not um and that was my thought process of of what what this joke was about if that helps okay because i i wasn't sure if because you know I, I i wasn't sure if the joke was like Ha ha ha! It's like white basketball players, so therefore these cards are worthless uh, because they're white. That was yeah, or, that was my 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 judge of the joke. <laughs> or if it was a like that is their assumption, but also these are very famous like rookie cards for some famous basketballers that I wouldn't know. Um, I d- I don't believe that that is the case. Okay, um, I will see if I can find a picture of them again to kind of get another glimpse of it. You know what? That was a, it remark it came up pretty quickly, pretty remarkable. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't I've never heard of a guy named Jumpshot McGraw, which is very good though. Freddie Finkelstein, Wendell Weisberger, Skeeter O'Hallahan or Kenneth Turek, which to me starts Starts feeling like you're getting uh-huh. into people that are actually on the credits for the the episode. Yeah, when when so I typed in jump shot McGraw into Google, and the literal first result was uh, Reddit.com slash TV details. Oh, I'm on the same page, baby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and and someone someone in the comments uh, question Marky Mark three years ago says jump shot McGraw is the goat. So I'm going to assume that these are not real people. Okay. That's, I that's feel what like I that's wanted to know <laughs> because it could have gone either way. Right. That's, that's sure. Sure. Yeah. I get, I get you because I, like, think, I think on the table, the fact that they've found very few things that are actually like useful or, or important in any way. And then the white basketball player cards, Okay, because I I wasn't I wasn't sure because it could have always been a like oh man I found I I found this uh, rookie card for someone named Larry Bird that's a weird Fair. that's a that weird is, last name it, and then and then be like okay the joke is that is that they're dumb not like oh these white white basketball players are useless which seems to be the actual <laughs> joke okay i just i needed to know because i don't know sports no, even though fair. i have no. seen the movie field of dreams which you have not <laughs> it's true you know more about that specific subsection of sports the field of dreams related i subsection. i know i know specifically more about 
plowing your uh, corn field down in order to build a okay. Whoa, uh, boy, that, that's a baseball diamond works. in rural Iowa uh, so that you can summon ghosts with them. I know more about that than you do. It, uh, that's just I, a skill I, that I have that sure, you don't. I do want to point out that that I do know how to plow your cornfield down. Uh, <laughs> dot 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 got me a little concerned about where that sentence is going. Just saying. Well, hey, you're the one over here. Like, look at all those holes on that Mac Pro. Look, I'm telling <laughs> you, you don't think those are sexy? <laughs> uh huh. Um. I'm just going to Google it again so I can look at it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is dumb. This is this is some. Yeah, we forgot how to do this. Good. So um, here's a computer joke for you. They do find a jukebox that looks like it's maybe a secret entryway. Yeah. And Abed says, Try track 127, and then Annie says, oh, right, because 127 in binary would be a palindrome. And I was immediately like, because it's all ones, Annie. Yeah, it's all yes. ones. <laughs> yeah, anything that's all ones is a palindrome. <laughs> <laughs> zero um, but, is also one. It's just zero. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I, I was immediately just like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> It's just do, seven I ones, do, Annie. Yeah, I do love the uh, uh, the misdirect, though, of, no, it's open the door by the secret doors. <laughs> I like how when you play it, it actually has a song about how the door is opening. Yeah, it, it, how, how it's, like, specifically designed for the length of the opening of the door. It's such, such a magnificent joke. So good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially timed to the duration of Yeah, it's really good. I'd put that on a playlist somewhere. Same. That sounds great. It also plays some some music when it closes the door, if I remember correctly. It does. Um, it does play some music. Yeah, sweet mama. The door is closing. For dramatic effect. Um, also, we we kind of we kind of skipped over the bit where uh, the school board breaks into the the teachers' lounge. Um, I do want to call that out very specifically because they're like, "This is Richie and Carl from the school board." That's right, we got names. <laughs> this is Richie and Carl from the school board. That's right, we got names. Open this door now. <laughs> 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 uh they're it's such a funny thing to yell out because <laughs> they didn't i don't think they had names before this moment did they i don't remember um but it is it is a funny thing to to just shout and be like hey <laughs> we're not just the school board guys we got names we're richie and carl and as, as almost like intimidation it's so right. funny to me mm-hmm. oh god this I think this episode is better than like I'm first off. I'm just glad that uh, a certain spokesperson doesn't show back up in this one, but man, this episode has, it's, 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 it's inspired. 
Um, so they do find the secret lab, um, and they find they find Borchard there. Um, Abed immediately fills them in with three important facts that have happened since the seventies. One, Dennis Hopper is dead. Two, TV shows give no time for theme songs anymore. And three, Woody Allen did the voice of a cartoon ant. So those are the th- if if you were trapped in a sub basement somewhere mm. since uh, nineteen seventy five. And um, and you're someone, somehow getting this this trans uh, transmission. Uh-huh. Uh, those are the three things that you need to know that have changed since the 70s. Um, nothing else. Nope. Nothing. Nothing about. I was going to say nothing about the pandemic, but uh, I guess that hadn't happened yet. Yeah. In guess what? Verse. Yeah. Um, that, that's something you'll just learn over time. It's fine. But, you know, we'll 9-11 happened. You should probably just get a vaccination. <laughs> uh-huh. 9-11 happened uh, before, between the 70s and when Community aired. So maybe throw that one out there. Um, I mean, also, Ronald Reagan happened in that time frame, and that changed a whole lot of stuff, too. It's true. Um, Ronald Reagan, the actor? <laughs> I feel like every time I mention Ronald Reagan, you give me that response. Um. Well, that's because otherwise it would just devolve into me yelling about but that's how bad reasonable. Ronald Reagan was is for like 20 minutes, which to be fair, a portion of our audience would be extremely into. Yes, but there is a <laughs> podcast that's done that, right? Like, well, I mean, a, billions of podcasts have probably gone through that. Billions of podcasts. But um, like, does, didn't like you're the worst or... Uh, so your fave is problematic... Friend, right. uh, friends of the show, they did a bonus episode on Ronald Reagan that they later released on their main feed. Um, and so they did that. And then um, You're Wrong About has you're done a lot of episodes that always kind of come back to how much Ronald Reagan screwed everything over. But I don't think they've done an episode on Ronald Reagan specifically. It's just like, by the way, Ronald Reagan was in the background of this episode the whole time. Mm-hmm. All so, all the puppet strings. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, I would I would add maybe four. Ronald Reagan uh, became president and invented trickle down economics, and then five. Uh, the World Trade Center uh, got right. blown up, and um, those are the five things, along with those first three things, which are also important. I guess. And then it is it is very funny. I know I'm jumping a little bit, but there. Uh, I think Annie bring or no, it's um, Britta c- brings over her phone with YouTube on it mm-hmm. to to this person who is given those three pieces of information, and he's just like, "What is this? What is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're showing me this blank slab of plastic. What is happening?" I was thinking about some some uh, something kind of along the lines of that. Because I I watch a lot of uh, retro gaming stuff. Sure. And so I watched uh, last night, I watched this YouTube video about somebody had modded an an NES to be the size of a Game Boy. So it uses actual NES chips, but in the basically a Game Boy case. And you can play NES games in that form factor. And my brain was just like, dude, if you went back to like, 1991 and like showed somebody this they'd be like whoa the future is wild oh man and then you'd be like oh also by the way here's my ipad it is the it is as thin (laughs) as like i don't know like 20 sheets of paper 
And I I know, bud. <laughs> Lear is just as astonished at iPads. Yeah, I can't believe this iPad is this thin. But yeah, you'd be like, look at this iPad. It's got uh, this insane resolution and and it can do all sorts of things. And then that would blow their mind. And you'd be like, oh, by the way, this is the graphics on a PlayStation 5. And then they would die of yeah, a heart you, attack. They probably. would be dead. It, um, it's a, that's that's a moment in which you like ray tracing. Boom. And the head just. Explodes. Right. So, I mean, I still there. There are times when I'm like, wait, we've we've cracked real time ray tracing as like we yeah, can no, just. That's, it's we incredible. can just have games with real time ray tracing in it now. It's incredible. Fa- it really that's is. Still, that still blows my mind. But just like the the idea of going back in time and being like, oh yeah, someone made an, an NES into like a Game Boy, and people would be like, whoa, that's insane. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, dude, that's the wild part about 2023. I I can't imagine what would happen if you went back in time uh, to like. 1975 and was like hey guy in 1975 <laughs> look at this ipad with this video of a cat and then um it's doing cute things and people are mad at it for some reason you'd be like or they, they'd be like what even is the future <laughs> they wouldn't know especially because i believe one of the comments on that cat video was that 9-11 was an inside job <laughs> Sounds about right. That's the which, internet that I know and love. Fits mm-hmm. perfectly with the internet that I know and I don't know if I love it, but I know it. Um I grudgingly I grudgingly love it because I accept I that exist it has there. A, a lot mm-hmm. of uh benefits. I also mm-hmm. accept that it has a lot of negatives. Uh so yeah, anyways, um the robot is down there too. And uh, the robot's name is Raquel and is the operating system for the door and everything. So um, we b- before before we get into that, it there is really is... just funny to me that it's like the operating system for the door. Like the door mm-hmm. doesn't have like its own thing. It's like connected to this emotion robot. Uh-huh. Well, look, I, I relate. I, I oddly relate to that. Um, because uh, skipping ahead, but uh, Raquel does get killed with a pickle magnet. Um, <laughs> and when you, um, when you compress it to down, it's mm-hmm. very funny when you say it like that. And so the door no longer works. And so um, while we are uh, having construction on our house to fix the the you know car crashing into it thing, right? The thing um, we talked about earlier. I have so my my office has smart bulbs in it that are controlled by um home kit through my apple tv but because we had to take down our entire living room my i i had to unplug the apple tv and so i was literally like i have to go plug in my apple tv to a random ethernet cable in my office just so i can turn my lights on and off <laughs> <laughs> Because because without without that, these lights don't turn on and off. I can't the control future. them. So if someone came in and killed my Apple TV with a pickle magnet, I I wouldn't be able to control these lights. Now I do, <laughs> and now Ben just lives in darkness. I I do still have an overhead light which works. But so, who wants to turn on the overhead light? Nobody does. Overhead no, lights t- are a mistake. The big light off. Keep the big light off. Have have 
lights that only your Apple TV can control. So if someone kills it with a pickle magnet, you have to live in darkness or use the overhead light and you choose to live in darkness because the overhead light is bad. Right. It's 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 very it, it is very funny that all of these overhead lights we have and we're like, no, why would you turn that on? They're bad. So uh, so I did I did feel that a little bit when when Raquel gets killed and they're like, well, we can't open the door now because my robot's dead. And I'm like, yeah, I feel that. I feel that I had to I had to move my my Apple TV is not plugged into a TV. It's just sitting there so I can turn my lights on and off. It's the most ridiculous thing. I, I, I straight up did not anticipate it going this direction. And it is the best. So uh, that. That's a very, very funny way to, <laughs> to turn on and off lights. And I understand it's because of HomeKit, but man, it's funny. Right? Because I don't I don't have anything else in my network that can act as a thread controller for HomeKit. So, um... Incredible. I, it's, it's what I got. It's what I got. I, I have to have my, <laughs> my stupid streaming device plugged into nothing just so I can turn my lights on and off. It's cool. The future we, is great. The future's wonderful. Now, with that said, I can just magically change the like lights in my office with like the click of a button, so I can just turn on lights in different like hey. colors, and you know, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, but I can change the light to be like red, um, or whatever. So it's <laughs> it's cool. Um. He's actively do for those that don't listen to watch the video version of his podcast. Which the video we do not put out there. Yeah, the video um, that doesn't changing, exist. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is changing the colors of his lights. I think they're purple right now. Uh, they are purple, except my webcam is like trying to color correct it. So. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, I noticed that. It's just like the background gets a little darker or brighter, and it's like. I can kind of see some reflections on your face and your glasses that this is now what the color is, but it's just guessing. (laughs) It's great. Anyways, thanks, Apple TV, for being not plugged into anything so I can do that with my lights. It's great. Nobody break into my house and kill my Apple TV with a pickle magnet. I want to be able to control these lights. Thank you. Um so I think that's a simple plea. I don't think anybody's going to be like, well, we got to go kill his Apple TV with a pickle, pickle magnet now. We do get a little scene where Shirley and Hickey are being interrogated. And uh, Richie tries to, <laughs> he's like, guys, I didn't want to have to do this. Don't tell anyone about what you're about to see. And, and stand back. Down and he starts shaking and he goes to this psychic montage <laughs> Where he hacks into Hickey's brain, and then he's like, I got it. I know where they went. And first of all, this scene is great because it's got psychedelic graphics as he flies through purple. Like like, mind space. It's great. Purple mind space. Enters Hickey's head, and then he's like, I got it. I know exactly where they went. They climbed out the window. Went up to the roof, flew a hang glider down to the Greek restaurant. So they're there. Let's go. And then immediately people are like, uh, people, uh, I think subway folks rush in and were like, we found a trapdoor underneath. The, the... <laughs> and he's like, dude, you're going to 
You're going to find a hang glider down there, though. That much I know. There's a hang glider, which so, does come back at the end because yes. Hickey's like, look, I'm going to let you in on something. He, he says to Shirley, he's like, I'm going to let you in on something. When when he was doing that, I was thinking about a hang glider. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great little payoff at the end of that of that yeah, joke. it's 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 surprise and it's uh surprisingly restrained for a community mm-hmm. to kind of pay that joke off that way. Um yeah, so they do end up getting down to where the the group is and uh kind of threaten uh Rox- Raquel, right? Raquel? Yep. I kind of missed the name a couple times. Um, with the said pickle magnet, while they grabbed the two million dollars, I think it was. It was. It was a lot. Um, I don't remember a, b- a big duffel of bag head. of money that Chris uh, Borchert just had. Yeah, I mean it's it's a duffel bag full of money. So you know, even that's if that's one, that's money. a lot of money. But it probably looked like money. it looked like hundreds. So it was like probably a lot of money. Um. And then I, I do love, so like Chang is being menacing and it's like, there's more to it than you could think. And then starts trying to pull off a non-existent mask. And then he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess I wasn't wearing a mask. No, it's mm-hmm. about as you, it's about as clear as you think it is. Uh-huh. Richie holds Raquel hostage with the pickle magnet. Um, and then they take the money and then Richie kills Raquel anyways, because Villains, I don't know. Man. It's. It, it's a it's a funny bit though because he it is very he, funny. he kills the computer with a pickle magnet and um, it's true and then uh, they run out the door closes with a door closing song which is faster than the first one for dramatic effect and the song calls that out which I do love <laughs> um, I love I love the songs of the door it's I want I want to I want to have a door that just makes a song when I fin- when I open it or close it. I should rig my smart lights up so that when I turn them on, it sings a little song about how I'm turning on the lights. Um, A, that would never get old. B, my wife will absolutely not hate that in any way whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those are the, those are my two thoughts too. Raquel was the OS for everything, so they're trapped in forever. But he does he does reveal because her emotion circuits are still running it's just her logic circuits that are dead Uh, because you can't kill emotion with a pickle magnet is what i've learned from this episode it's true um so he he's like all right so like i got this see check this out he puts on these like giant glowing uh headphones basically and he starts playing with his nipples uh which like he pulls his shirt all the way up it's briefly makes raquel kind of smile a little bit um because she feels the emotion and then so the computer responds to feelings somehow this computer that's that's made with gold circuit boards and gold pcbs and gold wires everything somehow detects emotions based on 1970s technology it can pick up motions uh, it can pick up emotions from these headsets when someone plays with their own nipples so um the phrase, the phrase that was just uttered on this podcast is. I didn't a, write a wild this episode, one. Mike. I know. I didn't. Just, I didn't write this. I'm episode. not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like all of that when it's placed in those, like just clear terms, is like, what are we doing here? <laughs> so 
Um, this is when Britta shows the picture, or the uh, the video of the kitten, of the and people arguing about 9-11 in the comments of this video of the kitten. Um, with emoticons. With emoticons. And he's just like, that's so stupid. Only an idiot would think of this. That means the idiots won. Because he had like a whole speech about smart people and emotional people and yeah he was worried about like a computerized society being the eggheads at the top and the idiots at the bottom and it turns out that that's not how it goes (laughs) the idiots won and now we're here doing podcasts um so good job um we we did it um we did it jeff does find the deed to greendale which uh, basically there's some clause in it. We find out later that means that Borchard gets a say in all academic whatever. Yeah, basically. Um, something like that. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. I'm you not know, a lawyer. The deus is machina. I'm not the, the law episode. teacher at Greendale Community College owned by Subway. It's very funny because when Jeff presents this to the group, I, I know we haven't gotten there yet, but he does say, I teach law at Greendale, so I don't know a lot about law. Which is a very funny phrase. Borchard does say that a blast of human passion could shock the mainframe into a cold start. I love technical jargon on TV shows because it's all nonsense. Absolutely. Um, uh, Next time I'm on a support call, I'm going to be like, have you tried shocking the mainframe into a cold start? (laughs) Uh, Tell me how that goes. I expect I will not be fired at all for, for doing that. Um, to be fair, you me, can probably pass it off as a joke. <laughs> let me know if your system is still responding to emotions. And have you tried playing with your nipples in order to, to get it? Now, to... that one you might not get away from, get away with. Uh huh. The other one, I um, could, we could make an argument. So, in order to, uh, and I quote, shock the mainframe into a cold start. <laughs> Um, with a, quote, blast of human passion, Jeff does put on the headphones and thinks about all of his friends there with him, including Dean Pelton. Mm-hmm. And we hear little voiceover clips of, mm-hmm. of what they've said, uh, including Abed's like, here, if we ever have a place where you need to have a good voiceover, can I give you a few options? And Jeff's like, shut up, Abed. If uh, we are ever in this situation and you have to have a... a memory uh a voiceover memory uh tied specifically for an emotional response uh and please make mine have you tried rubbing your nipples to stimulate the machine into a cold start i was thinking more stimulate the mainframe into a cold start i was thinking uh a different uh joke in this podcast history uh, about ass marbles um but yes (laughs) I assume that for me, it's mm-hmm. it's shirt pants situation at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, make mine just being like, how have you not seen Field of Dreams, Mike? No, that's reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that it's actually just going to be, how have you not seen Titanic? How have you not seen Field of Dreams? How have you not seen the Goonies? How do you access? And just, it just goes, it goes off until I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I got to stop thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, anyways, Jeff manages to shock the mainframe into a cold start with a blast of human passion. And not Um, even with nipple play. Not even with nipple play. He's noted as being into that, too, by the way. I Um, know. Britta Britta drops that nugget in season two. It's true. It's This is is (laughs) Chekhov's nipple play. And they don't even (laughs) fire it. 
Uh-huh. You know what they say about uh, quip about nipple play in the second season? You, you got to play with them in the fifth season. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's Chekhov's nipple play. Good job. Yep. We did it. We're back, we baby. We're back. <laughs> That's how you know we're back when we're making Chekhov jokes. Uh, then there's a press conference where they're finally signing the deal. Uh, Subway is going to buy Greendale. Um, and they then seem to have the global headquarters in Berlin on like sat like satellite TV. It's mm-hmm. weird. I am curious where Subway headquarters is located. I imagine it's like Chicago. <laughs> I don't know why I think it's Chicago, but it feels like Chicago. Uh, this is leading me to uh, subway.com slash n slash contact us slash contact us form subway world headquarters nestled in leafy milford connecticut that also feels pretty accurate yeah uh so not berlin and not um there was another uh another place was berlin and um like Kuala Lumpur or something. Um, <laughs> it's just very funny. It is very funny to have those the the those on TV. So they're they're signing they're signing this deal. So Safeway is gonna Safeway is gonna own Subway. Greendale Community College. Subway is gonna own Com- yeah. Greendale Community College. Safeway Albertson's not part of this deal. Uh, Subway is going to own. Greendale Community College, but that's when Jeff bursts in. He says his thing about not being a good lawyer. We find out that uh, Russell Borchard is the new vice dean, and so he gets a say in everything, and this scares Subway off because, and I quote, Subway doesn't do conflict. We do good food at good prices. I mean, if I can, I let me just uh, read some of the... Uh the controversies tab under subway and then we can talk through that including hepatitis a contamination sandwich size franchise relations united kingdom vat treatment footlong trademark disputes ingredients soy protein and chicken products underpaying workers and calls for boycott over the russian invasion of ukraine i mean look who among us hasn't lied about our sandwich size once or twice Look, look, when you say something's a foot long, you, you, you're, sometimes there's exaggeration there. It's a, it's, it's, it's a metric foot. It's not, <laughs> it's not the, the standard U.S. imperial foot. It is a metric foot. Don't, don't ask about what that means. Don't Google it. It's oh. not a thing that I just made up. It's a real thing it's a collection of stressed and unstressed beats usually uh two to three syllables is how long that sandwich is excellent (laughs) (laughs) subway does not do conflict unless you happen to look at their uh conflicts tab on wikipedia um and that isn't even uh, adding some of the the under the marketing uh thing of the spokesperson that uh uh-huh. yeah we've discussed so, uh it turns out subway does do conflict but they don't want to get they don't want to get involved with this conflict so they just leave uh he's like subway ho and then all of the subway employees just leave um well when when the the leadership of subway tells you to do something you ask how far do i jump uh-huh. You you don't ask 
um, when when someone when when the subway CEO says make me a sandwich, you don't say why. You say how long would you like that sub, sir? Foot long or six inch? Yep. Yep. Um, and then I wish it was Taco Bell because I'm in my head. I've got a ask not who the Taco Bells for. D- tolls for it to- the taco bell tolls for you joke going on and i'm like how do i get it for safeway <laughs> or subway damn it now you've contaminated me <laughs> son of a bitch Look, all, all i'm saying is uh if you come join me on ring my bell you can make all the taco bell jokes you want that's fair so you know just throwing that out there <laughs> that is fair okay i'll think i do that. i do need to get back to uh, 2023 was going to be the year of ring my bell by the way i'm i like the real the real casualty of the car hitting my house was not my house or my free time it was it was ring my bell because i was really going to buckle down and do do a lot of episodes of that and then i didn't do anything fun for uh, three months so um so i do need i do need to get back to it yeah is what i'm saying well, we'll get you there. That's what she said. So <laughs> um, they save Greendale. The school board guy is like, your school is still bankrupt and unmarketable and still on the chopping block. And then Dean Pelton is like, around here, we call that Wednesday. And then Starburn starts playing Ants Marching by uh, Dave Matthews you, Band. Once you pay they for keep, it, you got to keep, keep bringing that joke back. You Once you pay for it, you got to keep getting all the use out of it. It's true. Um it it does raise some questions about the ass crack bandit. Um, it could every, to, every yes. time ants marching plays, uh, when especially when Starburns does it, yeah, yeah, raises some some important questions. Also, the uh, the marriage is off. Well, Jeff, of course, and Britta are not getting married anymore. Uh, we do we do get a weird little bit where um, there is a, a representative of the Arapaho nation who is just like the only owners of this land are, are the Arapaho. But that only seems to set up uh, whatever mind jacking discussion it was in the tag. Right. Because uh, Richie is like, hey, can you can you teach me how to use my powers or whatever? Like he he. <laughs> He wants he wants some training in his mind so, jacking. It's such a it's a it's, odd it's a weird choice. it's a weird thing. Um, Chang gets a job at the school board and takes the money and gets uh, his teeth replaced with diamonds as anyone Chang. naturally will. And then uh, Abed closes out the episode by saying, "We'll definitely be back next year." If not, it will be it will be because an asteroid has destroyed all human civilization, and that's canon. Uh, and he stares directly at the camera, and, and Annie's like, "Wait, who are you? What are what are you looking at?" So always a good little uh, lampshade on that. It is. It's good, and so I'm I'm glad human civilization was not destroyed uh, because we do get a season six. Um, Spoilers brought to you by Yahoo Screen, which so we will make fun of for an entire season. Look forward to that. Um, we do get the tag. And I will say, if season six never happened, and this this tag was the last moments of community, what a way to go out, man. This tag <laughs> is great. Way. Because it's, it's so like, good. it is an NBC commercial for Thought Jacker. 
where it has <laughs> Richie who can who can jack into your thoughts. Sure. Um, and as part of the other NBC, the new NBC lineup, Intensive Karen, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Egypt, Celebrity Beat Off. <laughs> yeah, with Questlove. I just want to point, that's Questlove, baby. Look, I would watch Celebrity Beat Off with Questlove. That sounds great. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Make it happen, just, NBC. And then uh, I think there's a couple I more. I got to sign up for Peacock to watch Celebrity Beat Off. I'm going to do it. That's how you get me to sign up for Peacock, baby. Celebrity Beat Off with Questlove. I'm in. Um, also something called Captain Cook, which seems to have a pirate who makes, uh, who cooks things, which I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would probably watch an episode or two. It's just I don't know very... if I'd be... I don't know if I'd be so into it as celebrity beat off, uh, <laughs> but I would I would probably give it a try. And then they're like, uh, coming this fall or winter uh, or whenever. It depends on what fails, which is a a very NBC thing to say. Yeah, um, it's just incredible to me uh, how often uh, how many celebrities showed up in just the tag for this. Oh yeah, I mean they they got Questlove to show up for like <laughs> four seconds to be like it's celebrity beat off. It's just such a like. I also uh, caught Amber Tamblin uh, in the uh, uh, Thought Jacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just uh, BJ and, uh, Novak. BJ Novak is yeah. uh, Mister Egypt. Mm-hmm. It's like what in the like it, for it a hundred percent feels very much like. Uh, we just wanted to do some weird shit here. <laughs> That's why I like if I were if I were a an a famous actor, um, I would be that guy who's just like yeah whatever. I'll show up in uh, I'll show up and and be wrapped up in in mummy garb for a <laughs> yeah. four second bit at the end of your episode. That sounds great. Hit me it, up. I'll be Mister Egypt. All right. Yeah, that. Yeah, I would do that too. <laughs> I'd I'd be that guy. Like it's, I, it's I just the commitment to the bit that I love very much. Uh huh. It's pretty great. Um, and that's the end of the episode. That is the end of season five. And that means that it is time for grades. I think this episode, if it were the last ever community episode, it would have been going out on a high note. Um, because it is very good. Uh, I very much uh, enjoyed uh, watching this episode after even without uh, with three months uh, going between uh, basic story and basic sandwich uh, is very good. I think Chris mm-hmm. Elliott is a wonderful casting choice for uh, for Borchert. Um, I think everything works together really well. There is that one weird moment with the Arapaho nation elder <laughs> that is just like kind of out of place and kind of like, uh, a, you know, not, not great. Uh, but other than that, I think it's just a tremendous episode. Um, I don't think it's necessarily an A plus, but I can't, I can't find any reasons not to give it an A it's, I think it's, it's funny. It's, like it, it even has some of the kind of left turns of like the hang glider joke, which is continues to be one of my favorite uh, deliveries. You've got Chang figuring out how to be evil, but like funny evil rather than just kind of like fascist. Um, and then all, all the, the nonsense with the computer is just incredible. So I'm going to give it an A. 
this this is a good this is a good season end and this is a good uh potential uh series end because it does end on a hopeful note if community never came back because the world was destroyed by an asteroid um canonically um mm. it would be it would be still a good way to to end the season uh, to end the series excuse me um it would still be a good way to end the series uh because it's it's odd and chaotic and none of it makes any sense <laughs> and that makes it make sense in a way that only community can do where it's right. like oh it turns into a weird treasure hunt where they find chris elliott uh with and his love robot in the sub basement and subway is there trying to take over the school and uh <laughs> one of the school board members thinks he can jack into people's minds like it is a, it is the sort of thing that only community can do and i think mm-hmm. that makes it really endearing as a sort of final community not that it was the final one we did get a season 6 mm-hmm. um uh but like if this was where they went out i'm not I, you know i'm not going to complain it's is is good it's a very good episode it's yeah. enjoyable it's strange uh it's it's pretty good. So yeah, I think I think it's a definite A. Um I don't think it it is uh you know perfect enough to really squeak into that A plus territory. Yeah. But I do think it's very good. And um I yeah, I uh that's that's my feelings on it. So um well. but we want to know what you think about this episode, about uh the return of our glorious podcast. Mm-hmm. Um about uh field of dreams or the goonies um as the case may be um would you want to pull a tooth or brand yourself with a cattle prod when you when you're having your thoughts jacked what do you think of do you also think of hang gliders i mean now uh obviously (laughs) um you can let us know all these things and more by tweeting at us on failing website, twitter.com at goodgreendale. <laughs> Somehow the website still exists. Um, mm-hmm. If if I was locked in a sub basement for a mere three months a- in the early part of 2023, and then you came and found me and you're like, by the way, Twitter still exists. I'd be like, what? Because no one, none of us expected it to no, last this I'm long. I'm surprised that it's still with us. I did uh accidentally get us locked out of our account because i i didn't realize i had two-factor authentication on uh the good Huzzah! morning greendale <laughs> twitter account uh and so i was like oh why is this not showing up oh cool well i locked this out so i did i got us back in but so you can tweet at us at good greendale uh, we can, will see it now we will we see may it not now have seen it before but we will see it now you can find us on the um on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. There's a contact form where you can send us an email just like James did. We did get an email from James um, who says, Hi, Ben and Mike. I'm a big Futurama fan who discovered your podcast after it ended. I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to the entire back catalog and have followed you guys across the community. Another great show. I'm only at season two, but I'm catching up fast and would love to hear your thoughts on the intro song. Do you like it? Do you think of the 
what do you think of the dark content sung to a quite jolly tune? What do you think the writers were aiming to achieve, and did they? Apologies if you've discussed this in episodes I've not yet listened to, which we haven't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, keep up the good work. Thanks again. That's James from Newcastle, UK. Well, so, excellent. Thank you, James. Mike, what do you think about the uh, theme song? Uh, if I it mean, were here by if it were here the 88? By the 88. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think the song, as a song, is good. It's a good song. At least it um, was here. At least is it was the name here. of it. Um, I think, uh, I think, I think that it probably, you know, fits a little bit better with the earlier seasons where it was kind of like the great, like the, the, uh, we were kind of following Jeff specifically into his, like, I don't really want to be here. Um, but he's Mm -hmm. trying to play it off as, as he wants to, um, that kind of like, you know, and, and I think that there's always that duality with a really poppy sounding song with night, like dark lyrics of like, I'm showing this off to be something, you know, like, oh, poppy and exciting. But if you even take the moment to kind of dig down deeper, there's it's, you know, there's the 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 negativity or the the the, you know, uh, bad, the kind of the bad feelings underneath. I think that fits really well with uh, Jeff in the early seasons, less so now. So I think it's more of like uh, the study group has kind of accepted that they're going to be together um, with people coming in and out, of course, but like, I, but I, I mean, I think it's a great song. Um, and I think at this point it is, you know, tied to community cause it can't, it was, you know, six, six years in front of community. So that would be my thought. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think the song is, uh, pretty good. Um, I think it is, I, I think you're right. Sort of at the beginning is sort of this, like Jeff really comes in with this attitude because like he's lost his, his high, high powered, high stakes lawyer career. Right. And now he's at a community college for dorks and, um, you know, he's, he's kind of morose about that. I think it, I, I think, and I, I imagine it's not really what they were going for in the beginning, but I think as the series goes on, I think there is a sort of dark comedy to a lot of community where it is, you know, you you get these wild episodes where they fly a, a KFC space mission and yeah. uh, do have these epic paintball, Western paintball fights and, you know, whatever. It it is a very uh, visually is it's, it's a visual roller coaster. It's a stylistic roller coaster, but they do there is a sort of um, underlying sort of sarcasm to a lot of community yeah. that I think is um, I think is really sort of emblematic of the time period that it's from, where everything yeah. kind of has this like. Yeah, we're all having fun and telling jokes, but also we're all just kind of sad people um, and just trying to get through. Um, and so, you know, I, I think it's I think it's really um, I think it's really appropriate for the show because it, it's Makes I think sense. that's like kind of a lot of what community is about. Like we're all just doing these wild, fun, weird adventures, but also like we're all just kind of sad um 
you know, you've you've got people who are the sort of um uh young young adults who just kind of graduated and don't know what to do next in life and you've got the people who are in their 30s who are like I don't know man like I lost everything and I'm at a freaking community college and th- there's a lot of sort of uh, emotion tied up into that yeah. and I think I think the song's very appropriate for that reason uh reason so yeah um yeah I've always thought it was a pretty good uh good pretty good pick yeah. Uh, thank you very much uh, for the the question, James. When you finally get to this episode, um, months down the line, I'm sure. Um, but uh, we might be back from a hiatus in season six. <laughs> uh, so here's hoping it's not house and car related. It's true. No more cars into my house, please. So. Um, we, uh, yeah, feel free to get in contact with us that way. You can find us on Patreon uh, at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash back to Futurama. That has been on hiatus as well. Uh, so patrons have not been charged this whole time, but we're coming back. So in April, uh, it's back to business as usual. There's going to be bonus content, uh, hopefully some live episodes. Um, we're still working on getting our schedules realigned after this hiatus, but hopefully yes, those those will be back as well. And, uh, yeah, that is it. Until next time, we're done with season five, Mike. It only took us uh, three months to finish season, uh, the last episode of season five. (laughs) So So. what are we going to do to reward ourselves for that wonderful thing? We're going to do a whatever goes episode for uh, Good good Morning Greendale Nights next week. And then we'll be back in season six where we can say f**k as much as we want. And it's going to be great. It'll be great. (laughs) I can't I can't wait uh for the episodes in which we can say f- And until then, uh when we return for season six, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you, you luck. luck. You're gonna find out, you're gonna find a hang glider down there. That much I know.